Hello guys, this is Pastor Stephen. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. I pray that today's message will encourage, inspire, and empower you to follow Jesus like never before. God bless you as you listen to the Word. Wherever you are watching from, I want to welcome you. Sino sa inyo ang excited na to receive the Word of God? Pwede nyo ba ilagay sa chat, I am ready for the Word of God. I am ready for the Word. So, if you are able, ilagay nyo sa chat yan, I am ready to receive the Word of God. All of us are ready now. Very much ready to receive the Word of God. And uh, I want to ask you to pause a little bit and let's pray. Alam ko po nagluluto ang iba sa inyo. If possible, I want to encourage you for the next 45 minutes to drop or stop whatever you're doing because I believe that God is going to talk to us today. Father God, we thank you. We honor you. We glorify you for everything that you have done and everything that you are about to do. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Right now, kami po ay nananalangin. Kami po ay lumalapit sa iyo. Naniniwala kami, Panginoon, ang mensaheng inihanda mo sa aming ngayong araw na ito. It's going to be beneficial. It's going to help a lot of people, Lord God. And we declare, the Holy Spirit will come and the Holy Spirit will continue to be with us. At kung saan mang kaming lupalop ng mundo nanonood ngayon, anumang time zone, anumang panahon, pinapanood man namin ito five years from now, naniniwala kami, Panginoon, that your word is alive and active. Buhay na buhay na magbabago ng aming mga perspective, ng aming puso, at ng aming buhay. Purihin ka. Ito po ang aming panalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Parang mali yatang inilagay ko yung cellphone ko dito, may tumatawag pa sa akin. <laughs> Usually, pag umakit ako, iniiwan ko yung phone ko, pero may tumatawag. So kung sino ka man, nagpipreach po ako. <laughs> <laughs> ah, namiss ko kayo mga kapatid Buksan po natin ang ating mga Bible sa Isaiah 43 Here you go, here you go Isaiah 43 Verse 16 to 17 Isaiah 43 Verses 16 hanggang 17 Ang sabi po dito I am the Lord Who opened a way Through the waters Making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. Verse 18. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Old. Obuntik na yung katabi mo. Old. Behold, I, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This is the word of the Lord. I want to talk to you about on this subject. Actually, the title itself can preach. Can you preach it to your neighbor and say... Don't lose hope. Everybody say it. Don't, don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Praise the Lord. 
As I was saying kanina mga kapatid, ako po ay nawala for more than five months. Actually, hindi pa ho ito nangyari that I completely detached myself to the ministry sa loob po ng walong taon ng aking pagpapastor ng ating simbahan. Pero sa akin pong five weeks na sabbatical leave or five Sundays for that matter na sabbatical leave, nakapag-develop po ako ng bagong hobby. At yun po yung pagbabike. Na matagal na po ako nagbabike pero itong pagbabike ko ay bagong hobby na de-develop ko kasi na-realize ko ho na I've been so focused in the ministry, preaching week in and week out and I don't have any hobby or any, sabihin na natin parang uh, distraction sa aking kaisipan for me to reflect on my heart, on my mind at more than one month na po na ako po ay nagbabike and hindi to basta bike lang sa subdivision o sa kalye and uh, for the past uh, weeks mga kapatid eh, between 20 kilometers to 65 kilometers minimum of 20 kilometers tinatry ko ho three times in one week dito po sa akin bagong hobby na realize ko ho ang dami ko natutunan actually pero isa sa pinakabagay na nakita ko dito is that yung pagbabike ko ho o yung biking it teaches me to pay attention. Yeah. To really pay attention. Bukod sa benefit nito, mga kapatid, na yung pagbabike ko, it speaks something into my soul, na kapag nagbabike ako, parang nare-refresh yung aking kaisipan, nare-refresh yung aking soul. Pero bukod sa ibang benefit nito, isa sa pinakamalaking bagay na natutunan ko is to pay attention. Yes. Kasi oh, dahil may privilege ako at nagkaroon ako ng sasakyan, uh, kapag ka may sasakyan ka, usually ang takbo mo 40 kilometers, 70 kilometers, 120 kilometers. At nagugulat lang ho ako na yung same route, yung same na daanan na dinadaanan ko almost every day na nakasasakyan, kapag dinaanan ko siya ngayon na nakabike, I am seeing something that I've never seen before. Dahil nga kapag nakabike ka, mabagal yung takbo mo, nakikita ko, teka lang, may tulay pala rito. May ilog pala rito. May hardware pala dito. May pet shop pala rito. Because yung pagbabike, it teaches me to pay attention yung mga bagay na hindi ko nakikita. I learned to be mindful of the present. Say that again. I've learned to pay attention to what's going on around me and I've learned, mga kapatid, natutunan ko ho na maging mindful sa aking present. Dahil may bago kang hobby, nakita ko may bago ring na-develop na perspective. At dahil may bago kang hobby, <laughs> hindi hobby na asawa. <laughs> may bago kang hobby, may bago kang pinagkakaabalahan, I've realized na nakapag-develop din ito ng bagong language. Maraming din ako mga lingwahing pang-bike na natutunan na hindi ko alam before. But I was saying, it changes my perspective. So that new thing, that new hobby, taught me to pay attention to a lot of things. I've, I've been seeing something that I've never seen before. At kung ako po ngayon na may bagong hobby o kayo man ay may bagong hobby ng pagluluto, pagtatahe, paggagansilyo, <laughs> ano mang hobby na meron tayo, plantito, plantita, planlolo, ano mang mga hobby na meron tayo mga kapatid, let me just prophesy to you a little bit. Katulad ng bagong hobby ko, may sinasabi ang Panginoon sa atin that God wants to do something new in your life. I say that again. Let me prophesy to you as believers of Jesus Christ, I believe that we are entering into the new chapter of our life. 
may bagong chapter, may bagong story, may bagong blessing, may bagong breakthrough na inihahanda ang Panginoon sa ating buhay. Hindi mo na kailangang magantay ng bagong taon para magkaroon ng bagong buhay. Hindi mo na kailangang magantay ng lunes para mag-start ng bagong diet plan. Kasi ang sabi ng binasa natin, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? May ginagawa ang Diyos na bagong bagay sa atin. Nakakalungkot lang ho madalas mga kapatid na minsan nakasanayan natin na kung ano yung solusyong ginawa ng Diyos kahapon ay parehong solusyon ang gagawin ng Panginoon ngayon. Nangyayari din po yan. Pero minsan may mga bagong solusyon na ibinibigay ang Panginoon sa atin. May mga bagong blessing na ipinagkakalubang Panginoon sa atin. May mga bagong pagsubok, bagong trials, bagong mga challenges na ibinibigay ang Panginoon. Kaya nga sabi ng Lord, baka masyado ka nakafocus sa nakaraan at nakalimutan mong meron akong ginagawang bago ngayon. Baka mamaya masyado ka nakafocus ano kaya mangyayari after ng ECQ at hindi mo nakita yung blessing ng Lord sa gitna ng ECQ. Nag-i-invest kasi, we invest too much on the past and too little in the present. Kaya hanggang ngayon, hindi pa rin tayo makamove on. Masyado tayong nostalgic sa good old days. Masyado, yung faith natin ay masyadong centered sa back in the day. Alam mo, nung unang panahon, dati ganito ang ginawa namin. Dati ganito yung nakasanayan natin. And we forgot to live in the present. Amen. I'm telling you, mga kapatid, God is doing a new thing in our life. In fact, mga kapatid, yung sinasabi ko na ito sa verse 19, meron pa tong verse 18. Kasi bago ang verse 19, verse 18 muna. At sabi ng verse 18, mga kapatid, kung babalikan natin, do not remember the former things. Actually, ibang translation mas head on. Forget all that. Kalimutan mo na lahat ng nakaraan. Philippians 3.13 can testify as well. Forget what lies behind and look forward for what lies ahead. Interesting. God is doing something new in our life. Ibig ba sabihin, Pastor, kalimutan na namin ang nakaraan. Hindi ba parang contradictory yan sa sinasabi ng Panginoon sa atin to recount, recall, and remember all the good things that God has done? No. Hindi natin sinasabi at hindi natin dinidiscredit ang lahat ng blessing at lahat ng breakthrough na ginawa ng Lord sa nakaraan. Hindi ko sinasabi na kalimutan na natin ang lahat ng blessing na ginawa ng Lord sa nakaraan, pero baka mamaya masyado tayong focus sa mga success ng nakaraan, sa mga blessings na nakaraan, na hindi na natin nakikita may mga bagong blessing, may mga bagong testimony, may mga bagong breakthrough na dinedevelop ang Panginoon sa ating buhay, and we don't see it. Ang sinasabi ng Panginoon through this verse, hindi lang basta kalimutan ng nakaraan, but focus on what is in front of you. Wake up! Wake up! Gumising tayo! Open up our eyes! Look around you! Something miraculous is happening! Something supernatural is happening! And God will use your past to transform your future. He is doing something new. In the past, In the present, but also in the future. Tuloy nga sarabi ko sa pagbabay ko, I've learned to be mindful of the present. 
but also I've learned to be hopeful for the future. Yung kahit na alam mong 20 kilometers pa ibabike mo, hopeful ka matatapos din to. Kahit alam mong malayo pa yung destination, sinasabi mong mararating ko rin ito. Konting pajak lang, konting tsaga lang, konting pagtitiis lang maaabot ko rin ito. Kasi na-realize ko mga kapatid, hindi na ito pagbabike, ha? sa tunay na buhay na ito. Na may mga circumstances ng ating buhay na talagang gagamitin ng Panginoon para mapahinto tayo. At ma-realize natin, kailangan kita Lord. Nakaranas na ba kayo mga kapatid ng mga pagsubok sa buhay nyo na wala kayong nagawa, kundi huminto na lang. At sabihin nyo sa Panginoon, Lord, kung hindi ka gagalaw, walang mangyayari sa sitwasyon ko. Kung hindi ka magpapagaling, walang mangyayari. Sinukuan na to ng doktor. Tinanggihan na kami ng ospital. Pero Lord, kailangan ko. Sino sa inyo mga kapatid ang nakakaranas na oo, may blessing ang Lord sa nakaraan. Naniniwala kami blessing ang Lord sa present. Pero hopeful ka na kung ano man yung bagay na pinagdadaanan mo, matatapos din at magagampanan din ang ating Panginoon. Init dito sa station to. Parang kayo, mainit din kayo lahat mga kapatid. Ang mga circumstances ng buhay natin will teach us to pause and remember who God is. I remember a story in John chapter 11 which many of you are already familiar with. Ito yung story kung saan si Lazarus, the best friend ni Jesus, ay namatay. Kung babasahin ninyo ang konteksto ng verse na ito o ng chapter na ito, mga kapatid, makikita ninyo na yung dalawang mag-ate na si Mary and Martha ay nag-sent ng email kay Jesus. At ang subject ng email, puro pula. Urgent. Emergency. I need your attention. At ang sabi ng email ni Martha at ni Mary kay Jesus, Lord, the one you love, Lazarus, is sick. May sakit po ang best friend ninyo. And we need you here. Have you ever been into that situation? Na kung hindi man email through prayer, sinasabi mo, Lord, I need you now. We need you. Because my best, my, my brother is sick. And I need you, Jesus, to come here. But what's interesting to me, mga kapatid, is that when Jesus replied in verse 4, ang sabi ni Jesus sa mga disciples, well, parang in essence, it was implied in the verse na Jesus acknowledged yung sickness, pero ang sabi ni Jesus, this sickness will not end in death. In other words, hindi yan mamamatay. And what's this? May humor din ang Bible eh. Ten verses later, in case, you, in case you missed it, verse four, ang sabi ni Jesus, he will not die. Ten verses later, Lazarus died. He died. And it's in scripture, verse 17, let's catch up the story. Pumunta si Jesus, and on his arrival, verse 11, uh, verse 17, on his arrival, Jesus found out that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now, Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet Jesus. And Mary stayed at home. Remember, si Mary and Martha nag-email. Ang sabi ni Jesus, hindi mamamatay ang kapatid ninyo. Ten verse later, namatay. Kaya nung dumating si Jesus, sinalubong siya ni Mary. Ang sabi ni, ni Martha, verse 21, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. And Jesus said to her, your brother 
will, future, future, will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Doubt, doubt, doubt. Verse 25, and Jesus said to her, watch this. I am the resurrection and the life. And the one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? I know your brother is dead. And you were saying, sinasabi ni Martha, Lord, if you have been here, buhay pa sana siya. Eh, wala na. Patay na. Pabagagawa natin. Sabi ni Jesus, don't worry. He will rise again. Alam ko. In the future, he will rise again. After, pag sumuli mong pagbabalik. Ang sabi ng Lord, no, no, you don't understand. I am the resurrection and the life. So alam kong patay na siya, but hey, I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Dumarating ba sa mga pagkakataon ng buhay niyo mga kapatid na katulad ni Mary and Martha, you are doing the right thing and everything that is happening is so wrong. Everything that you're trying to do is just doing the right thing. And then, ginagawa mo lahat ng right thing pero lahat din ng wrong thing. <laughs> Yun din ang nangyayari sa'yo. Nakakapunta ba kayo sa tagpo ng buhay niyo mga kapatid that you're still hoping even though it seems hopeless? Sabi niya, wala na kayo. Di na kita mahal. You're still hoping. Binasted ka na ng 365 times. May leap year pa, Pastor. May leap year pa, Pastor. I'm still hoping. Have you ever been in a situation, mga kapatid, na parang pag tinitignan mo ang sitwasyon, parang napaka-hopeless? Ano yung mga kapatid, that hopelessness, katulad na nangyari kay Martha, hopelessness, watch this, Hopelessness is a powerful emotion. It's so powerful. Lalo na ngayong pandemic, these days, you need hope as a weapon. Lalo na ngayon. Kasi alam ko sa inyo, marami sa atin dito sa Philippines, sumusunod tayo dito sa ECQ, pero alam kong nasa isip ninyo. Two weeks. Woo! Alam ko yan, magiging two months yan. May extend pa yan. Alam ko, tatakatugan niyan din dati. Para bang nawawalan ka na ng pag-asa that this pandemic will come to an end. Pero let me just remind you mga kapatid, lalo na po ngayong pandemya, kahit pa man hindi, yung hope na meron ka, yung hope na hindi mo mabibili kila aling nena, sigarilyo kasi yun. Yung hope na ito, ay kailangan-kailangan natin na weapon lalo na ngayon. Napakalungkot naman ang buhay mo kung ikaw ay kristyano pero wala kang pag-asa. Hindi natin pwedeng i-claim na kasama nating lumalakad ang Panginoon pero wala tayong pag-asa. Naalala nyo sa Luke 24, after ni Jesus na mabuhay na maguli, may dalawang lalaki, si Cleopas yung isa at yung unnamed disciple na naglalakad sa Emmaus, na malungkot, downcast, frustrated, disappointed, biglang nag-appear si Jesus sa gitna nila, sabi ni Jesus, what's wrong? Ara sabi ng dalawang disciple, well, we had hope that He is the Messiah. We had hope. Come on. We had hope. Umasa kami. 
Dati may pag-asa kami na siya ang magiging Messiah, but right now, we don't see it in this situation. Yung inaasahan naming magliligtas, ayun, patay na ngayon. Listen to me, mga kapatid. It's not God's will for you to live a hopeless life. It's not God's will for you to live a hopeless life. Third time is a charm. It's not God's will for you to live a hopeless life. Nakakaiyak ang broken heart, pero mas nakakaiyak ang may broken hope. Maaari ngayon may pag-asa ka pa, pero broken na. Or even worse, probably you don't see a way out. Pag hopeless ka kasi, Meron kang paniniwala that things will not get better anymore. Wala itong pag-asa, hindi ito magbabago. Kahit itag ko ng itag, itong kaibigan ko, hindi na ito kikilala kay Lord. Aba, wag mo husgahan ang pwedeng gawin ng Panginoon sa kanya. Akang suggestion ko sa iyo, itag mo lang ng itag, ishare mo lang ng ishare kasi hindi mo alam kung sino-sino ang mga taong pwedeng baguhin ng Panginoon. We're not in the position to say and to conclude what is going to happen because God is in control of our future. Yung alam, minsan hopeless tayo sa ating marriage, hopeless na tayo sa ating health, hopeless tayo sa ating career, hopeless tayo sa mga sa ating mga anak, magbabago pa ba ito, rebelde ang aking anak. Eh, ang nagiging result, nagiging emotionally empty tayo. Nararanasan niyo ba yun minsan mga kapatid? You feel empty? Or sometimes you feel alienated. Parang feeling mo iniwan ka na ng iba. Pag sinabi alienated, parang ikaw solo ako, out of place. You feel like no one is supporting you. You feel forsaken. Nararamdaman para kang abandoned. Parang iniwan ka, nag-isa ka, pinaasa ka lang. Nakaramdam ba kayo ng ganito mga kapatid? All of these are results of hopelessness in our life. Na sinasabi natin, wala nang sumusuporta sa akin at wala nang susuporta sa akin. Wala nang magmamahal sa akin. Paano na lang kami? Sayang naman ang pitong taon na amin pinagsamahan. Kala ko magiging Christian siya. Hindi pala. Sinar ko ang gospel, di niya tinanggap. Pinag-enroll ko sa growth track, hindi lumago. <laughs> you feel forsaken and abandoned and sometimes you feel lonely. Alam niyo ba, na-realize ko, you can be in a crowd and still feel lonely. You can be surrounded with thousands of people and still feel lonely. It's all the result of that hopelessness right in your heart. Kaya ka laging uninspired, hindi ka mot- un- unmotivated. Pinagbibintangan ka nilang tamad, pero susulangan, motivated ka lang. Excuse. Feel unmotivated because you're not hoping that things will get better. Hindi ka na umaasa na makakaawon pa kayo sa hirap. Hindi ka na umaasa na gagaling pa kayo sa inyong kasakitan. Lagi kang uninspired, unmotivated, you feel powerless. You feel overwhelmed. You feel like giving up. And you think and you conclude in yourself. You conclude in your mind, I will never be happy again. I'm hopeless. Lagi nilang ako oppressed. Lagi nilang ako limited. Hindi masiguro ganito ka exaggerated, pero ganito yung naramdaman ni Martha. Sumulat ako, Lord. Napunta lang sa spam, kaya siguro hindi mo nabasa. Nag-email po ako eh that my brother is sick. Now you came here four days later, four, day, four days nang patay si brother. If I feel hopeless. We feel overwhelmed. Sabi ni Martha, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. 
Yung sabi ni Jesus, hey, I am the resurrection. Amen. I am the life. We always look at this story as a resurrection of Lazarus. But when I was reading this again and again and again, again I realized may dalawang resurrection na nangyari sa story na to. Yung resurrection ni Lazarus at yung resurrection ng pag-asa ni Martha. God wants to resurrect yung hopelessness na naramdaman ni Mary and ni Martha. Because sa buhay natin, mga kapatid, alam kong marami sa atin, ang oo na sa hopeless situation, hindi makokontrol yan. Pero sinasabi ng Panginoon, patay na, oo, but I am the resurrection and the life. Even the dead, even death is not a dead end to God. Amen. Satan just convince us, kinumbinsi tayo and Satan make us believe na ang Diyos natin incompetent, na ang Diyos natin incapable, na ang Diyos natin ay impotent. No, He is not. And just nothing is able to do. Exceeding abundantly above all that we could think or imagine. Lagi sinasabi ni Satan sa'yo, walang magagawa yung Diyos mo. Hindi ka pinapakinggan ng ating Panginoon. No, He's not. My God is able. My God is capable. So the next time, the next time that you look at your situation, look with hope. You may feel dry, empty, and overwhelmed. But remind yourself, God is able. Amen. God is able to do immeasurably above all that we could think or imagine. Bakit? Because God's character has not changed. Ang, ang character ng Lord hindi nagbago. Mabuti siya noon, mabuti siya ngayon, magiging mabuti pa rin siya. Kahit ano pa man panahon. His character has not changed and His grace and His mercy will help us get through what we are going through right now. Alam ko mahirap ang buhay. Yes, the journey is hard, but the same power and the same grace that tumulong sa atin to get through all the things that we have gone through is also the same power and the same grace na ipinangako ng Panginoon that He will always be with you. Hindi ba may pag-asa kapag ganun? Na parang feeling natin minsan namatay na yung pag-asa. Namatay. Para si Joseph ba? May dream na ibinigay ang Lord kay Joseph Tapos nakita ni Joseph ang sarili niya noon, nasa, ba, na, nasa balon. Yeah. Hindi naman tumukang palasyo. <laughs> nasa balon siya. Binenta siya ng kanyang mga kapatid. Remember that? And sometimes we are in that situation na may pinangako ang Lord. Pero sabi mo Lord, magiging successful ako. Bakit walang bumibili ng mga binibenta ko? Nag-online selling ako, isa lang viewer, ako pa yun. <laughs> Minamain ko na lang. Sarili ko mine. Para kunwari, may nagmamain. Gumawa ko ng fake accounts, mga 94. Shiner ko para madaming share. Pero ako din yun. Pag tinig mo yun, isang friend lang lahat siya. Because sometimes we are in that situation. Katulad ni Joseph. I can, I can imagine si Joseph habang siya inando sa pit, uh, habang siya inando sa balon. He may be talking to himself and say, kala ko ba pala siya, ba't balon to? It doesn't look like a palace. It doesn't look like a blessing. It doesn't look like a breakthrough. It doesn't look like what God has promised in my life. Kasi minsan, iba yung nakikita mo sa ipinangako ng Panginoon. Sabi mo, Lord, hindi siya mamamatay. Sabi ni Martha, siguro. Sabi mo, it will not result in death. In poor days now, mummified na. Balot na balot eh. Para mo sasabihin, it's not dead. Sometimes we are in that situation. But let me just remind you this. Ano mang bagay na nangyayari sa ating buhay, even death, is not a dead end to God. 
Kasi years and years later, pagkatapos makita ni Joseph ang sarili niya sa balon, because of God's goodness and faithfulness and kindness in his life, napunta siya sa palasyo, fast forward ko na lang, naging vice president siya ng Egypt. Nagkaroon ng tagutom sa entire Middle East, or for that matter, entire world. At walang ibang source ng food, kundi yung Egypt lang. And guess what? Sino tagapamahala ng food? Si Joseph. Si Joseph, na binenta. Ngayon, nasa palasyo. Second in command, na pinakamakapangyarihan tao on that ancient world. And I love what happened in Genesis 45. Kung saan nagkita-kita na yung mga brother na nagbenta sa kanya. As si Joseph na, mara- na hindi nila nakilala dahil sa eyeliner. Egypt kasi. Look at this. I, I love, I, I just love this. Look at this. Verse 4. I want you to pay attention to this. Kung nagluluto ka, naghahalo, hinto muna ng konti. Asabi ng verse 4, Please come closer. He said to them. So, so the brothers came closer. And he said to them, I am Joseph, your brother, <laughs> whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset. Don't be angry with yourself for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your life. Di ko niyo, mga kapatid. Watch this again. Asabi ng verse 5, Don't be upset. Don't be angry with yourself for selling me to this place. Binenta niyo ako. But it was God who sent me here. Same incident, different interpretation. Asabi ni Joseph, binenta niyo ako. Pero okay lang, na-realize ko, sinent talaga ako ng Diyos. Ulitin ko ulit. Huwag kayong magalala, huwag kayong magagalit na binenta niyo ako. Okay lang na-realize ko naman na talaga ako ng Panginoon dito. So sinasabi ni Joseph, alam ko nagigilty kayo, binenta niyo ako. Pero okay lang, plinano ni Joshua. Noong mga panahon na doon ako sa balon at feeling ko wala ng pag-asa. Kasi ang nakita ko lang yung pagbenta sa akin, hindi ko nakita yung plano ng Diyos in the future. Nawalan ako ng pag-asa, akala ko hindi na hindi na matutupad yung ipinangako at yung dream at yung vision na pinakita ng Panginoon sa pero okay magalala. Years later realize yung pagkabenta sa akin ay talagang purpose ng Lord, ginamit ng Lord para yung pagbenta ay mauwi sa pag-send sa akin. Amen. You sold me but God sent me. Hindi ko na-realize noon kasi nandun pa ako. Nawalan ako ng pag-aansa, akala ko wala nang pwedeng makatulong sa akin. And then I realized something. Everything that happened to me before, inalaw ng Panginoon. May purpose pala ang Panginoon. And if that happened to Joseph, maybe you are in a situation na para ka nasa balon. At iniisip mo, wala na yata ang pag-asa. Namatay yung asawa ko, sino nilang bubuhay sa aking mga anak? Yung anak ko, rebelde, magbabago pa kaya siya. Pero wag kang huminto sa selling. Kasi oh yung selling nakakatakot, yung selling nakaka-frustrate, yung selling nakakawala ng gana. 
Pero years later, Joseph realized, teka lang, yung pagbenta sa akin noon, may purpose pala ang Panginoon. Sinen talaga pala ako ng Panginoon. Pinadaan lang ako sa balon, pero dito rin talaga ako pupunta. Ano nangyari mga kapatid? Years later, watch this. Years later, si Joseph nagkaroon ng revelation. Revelation na hindi niya makita before. Sino sa inyo mga nananalangin kayo mga kapatid? Tayo pa naman, ang gagaling natin mag-pray, ano? E parang, a prayer a day will keep the problem away. Mga ganyan. Ginawa ko lang yan eh. Okay, may mga, may mga, may mga kasabihan tayo that, 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 that uh, you can reach heaven through your knees. Hindi ko sinasabing mali. Totoo yan. That when we pray, yung petition natin, yung kagustuhan natin, nakakaabos sa ating Panginoon. That weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That nothing shall be impossible to our God. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's one thing na i-quote. It's one thing na i-claim. It's one thing na i-profess. Pero without seeing it as a reality in your life, nakaka-frustrate, nakaka-disappoint, nakakawala ng gana. Hindi niya ako maintindihan. May isa pa akong bagong habi ngayon. Binuhay ko ulit yung pag-aquarium ko. Okay. Alam mo, habang... Habang sineset up ko yung aquarium ko last, last week, na-realize ko, grabe no, gumagastos tayo ng pera para i-duplicate yung water world into our world. Pag nag-aquarium ka kasi kailangan mo na oxygen. Kailangan yung water nagsa-cycle para hindi malasin yung mga isda. Sa ilog, hindi mo na kailangan. Natural na yun sa ilog. Nung nilikha na yung Diyos, yung natural na, may cycle na, may oxygen na yun. Tayo, pag nilagay natin sa living room natin, dinuduplicate natin yung buhay nila sa, sa, sa tubig, sa mundo natin, nire-recreate na nga lang natin, hirap na hirap pa tayo eh. Alam nyo, ito yung story ng marami sa atin. Yung pag nire-recreate mo yung sinabi ng Lord sa Bible, tapos tinitignan mo sa buhay mo, parang, patang hirap. Pag sa Bible, parang dali-dali ay, kailangan pala ng oxygen, kailangan pala ng mga dalito. May substrate pa pala para mabuhay itong mga halaman na to. But parang dali lang pag pinapanood ko. Kasi nire-replicate mo na lang, hirap na hirap. Ayan ang buhay ng marami sa atin. And akala natin, kapag kinote natin, pag pinag-pray natin, okay na. But I've been a Christian long enough to realize, mga kapatid, that God doesn't always change your situation. Hindi sala, hindi porke nag-pray tayo, biglang mababago ang sitwasyon. Sino sa inyo nakaranas na po kayo, nagpray kayo, pero walang nabago after nyo magpray, may sakit pa din. May mga prayer pa kayong, Lord, give me a sign. Give me a sign, Lord. Pag may nakita ko nakapula, siya na nga. Ay, may nakita ka nakapula, Lord, siya na ba? Sabi, Ikaw na ba ang sinampal ka pa? Because sometimes, yung pinangako ng Lord, Parang ibang-iba sa reality ng ating buhay that no matter how hard we pray, it seems like our situation is not changing. But one thing I realized, we don't pray to change our situation. Well, it happens sometimes. But we don't pray to... Listen to me. Listen to me. It will change your life. We don't pray to change the situation. We pray to receive the revelation. So kung may sakit ako, nananalangin ako, hindi ko lang pinapanalangin na gumaling yung aking kamag-anak, kundi pinapanalangin. Ang gusto ko rin malamin, Lord, gusto ko ma-receive. Anong revelation? Bakit ito nangyayari sa aming buhay? So every time you come to God, 
At ikaw ay mananalangin, lalapit sa ating Panginoon. Ang expectation kagad natin, Lord, pagalingin mo, Lord, i-perform mo to, Lord, gawin mo to. Hindi po mali yun. Pero sometimes, hindi magbabago ang sitwasyon, pero makaka-receive ka ng revelation. <laughs> Kasi God doesn't move according to your expectation. God move, moves according to His Word. And many of us are so hopeless in our situation right now. Sino sa inyo mga hopeless na, mga kapatid? Sino sa inyo ang hopeless na? Na ang buhay natin from doctor to doctor na lang. Ang buhay natin from paycheck to paycheck. Some of you are struggling with maybe infertility. Yung business mo nag-close recently. Yung daughter mo, yung asawa mo. O kaya yung, yung anak mo ay bigla, bigla na lang nag-rebelde sa'yo. Sinabi ng doktor sa'yo that your days are numbered. But let me just remind you this. Fight for your hope. Yes. Hashtag fight for your hope. Amen. Don't lose hope. Asabi ng Hebrews 11, faith is the substance of things we hoped for. So faith and hope are two different things. Because faith is the substance of things that we hope for. What's the difference, Pastor? <laughs> I've been thinking about this and I realized that when you have faith, you believe that God can do it. But when you have hope, you believe that God will do it. Say that again. Kapag may pananampalataya ka, you believe that God can do it. Pero kapag may hope ka, you believe that God will do it. So, ang faith is you, uh, faith is believing. Hope is expecting. Faith is believing that God will answer your prayer. Sino sa inyo mga kapatid na naniniwala God can answer your prayer? Tas kamay hands up emoji. Sa lahat ng naniniwala mga kapatid God, hallelujah. God can answer your prayer. That's faith. But do you expect God to answer your prayer? That's hope. I believe God can answer my prayer but I I I, I don't just believe that God will answer my prayer. I I, be, I believe that God will answer me. I expect it to happen. I expect God to make a way. I expect God to heal our sickness. I expect God to do great things. I expect God to open the door of opportunities in my life. I don't just believe in opportunity. I expect God. I have hopes. So regardless of the situation that you are in, I want to encourage each and every one of you, don't lose hope. Kasi posibleng naniniwala ka pa rin na ang Diyos makapangyarihan pero posibleng hindi ka na naniniwala na mangyayari sa iyo yan kasi nawalan ka na ng pag-asa. Para sa kanila lang yan, para sa mga nag-testify lang yan, para sa mga pastor lang yan, para sa imper, para sa akin, diyan para sa akin. But faith is believing, but hope is expecting. I'm expecting that it's going to happen in my life. So don't give up. Don't lose Hope. As said in Hebrews chapter 10, let us hold fast the confession of our hope. Watch this. Without wavering. Panghawakan mo, kapatid. Ang iyong pag-asa. Without wavering for God who promised is faithful. Are you reading this verse? Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering for He who promised is faithful. I love it. I love it. Hope without wavering. Hope without wavering. Hope that it doesn't waver. Waver means it doesn't shake. You don't hesitate. Sabi dito, let's, let's hold fast the confession. I-confess mo na, i-confess na parang wala kang pagdududa. 
I-confess mo na i-confess sa parang hindi na si shake. Kasi yung hope na ito is rooted in God's faithfulness. Ang sabi ng verse, oh, He who promised is faithful. Ang Diyos na nangako ay tapat. Ang Diyos na nangako sa atin ay tapat sa kanyang mga sinabi. So don't hold fast the confession of your hope. And don't, don't let your hope waver. Kasi rooted siya sa faithfulness ng Diyos. Ibig sabihin mga kapatid, yung nature ng Diyos ang magbibigay sa iyo ng absolute confidence na maniwalang kung ano man ang pinangako ng Diyos, tuto pa rin ang ating Panginoon. Kumbaga yung history ng faithfulness ng Diyos, yun na nagbibigay sa iyo ng confidence ngayon. Kaya nga gustong-gusto natin nakakarinig ng testimony ng ibang tao. Kung paano sila pinagaling ng Panginoon, kung paano sila pinagtektaan ng Lord, kung paano nag-provide ng Panginoon. Kasi sa pamamagitan ng kanilang testimony, nare-remind ka sa faithfulness ng Diyos kung ginawa sa kanila noon, kayang gawin ng Panginoon sa atin. Hindi katulad ng hope sa mundo, dalawa kasi hope sa mundo, yung sigarilyo, tsaka yung hope <laughs> na pag-asa. Yung definition kasi ng hope sa mundo is you are expecting something good in the future. Yun yung hope ng mundo. Parang, I hope you love me. I hope you care for me. I hope you come on time. Parang, you, 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 sana, dumating, sana mahalin mo ko, pero duda pa rin ako eh. Yun yung hope ng mundo. Pero alam niyo yung biblical hope, hindi katulad nito kasi ang biblical hope sa Greek word, elpizo. Everybody say, elpizo. Napasin niyo ba yung peace na sa loob ng hope? Pizo. Hindi man pareho ng spelling, katunog lang. Elpiso. Ang ibig sabihin ng elpiso, ito yung hope na hindi base lang sa calculated risk. Hindi lang ito yung parang fingers crossed. Sana! Okay, bye. Kinakagat mo pa yung labi mo. Sana, sana, sana. No, no, no. Ito yung klase ng pag-asa na hindi lang nakabase sa calculated risk. Alam niyo ba yung nag-exam kayo, sabi niyo, sana pumasa ako. Pero deep in your heart, kinakalculate mo, ilang ba yung sigurado kong sagot doon? So kaya ka umaasa, may calculated risk kasi kung alam mong wala ka na sagot, talaga, abagsak oh, na ako dito. Come on somebody. Pero may mga pag-asa na umaasa ka, mukhang papasa ako. Pero, sure, sana. So ibig sabihin yung hope na yan ay based sa calculated risk. Pero ang hope, ang biblical hope is never based on what is possible to men. Ang biblical hope is never based on what is logical. Ang biblical hope carries no doubt. Walang pagdududa. So ibig sabihin, ang biblical hope is sure. Siguradong sigurado. It is the confident expectation that something good is going to happen. So we don't just desire for something good. We expect something good to happen in our life. Is there anybody, mga kapatid, that can relate to what I'm saying, mga kapatid? There are times in our life na pwedeng nagdi-desire tayo ng good pero bihira tayong mag-expect ng good. Kaya sabi ng Psalms 42 verse 5, Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Hallelujah. But you didn't discourage, but kama lungkot, alalahanin mo. Ilagay mo ang yung pag-asa sa ating Panginoon. Alam ko buong pamilya kayo may COVID, pero ilagay mo ang pag-asa mo sa ating Panginoon. Expect, don't just desire for something good. Expect something good. Kasi alam natin na oo, may bagyo sa kapaligiran pero siya ang aking shelter. Ano yun, bata kami? Y- yung, yung bahay namin, nakakatakot pag umuulan at bumabagyo. Kasi pag may bagyo sa labas, may bagyo sa loob. 
Pag may baha sa labas, may baha sa loob. Si, alam ko may mga nakaka-relate pa rin sa akin hanggang ngayon. Na pag bumaha sa labas, bahar, takot na takot kang umulan. Ambul lang, takot ka na. Kasi alam mo, pag umulan sa labas, uulan din sa loob. And salamat sa Panginoon that we have a privilege, some of us have the privilege na hindi natin inaalala kung gano'ng kalakas ang ulan kasi alam natin mayroon tayong shelter. Bubong na hindi tatagas. Lugar na hindi babaha. Right? Ano yung mga kapatid? Ang sabi ng scripture, God is your refuge. God is your shelter. Sa panahon ng storm, you can expect Him to provide a shelter for you na kahit chaotic, confused ang mundo, there is a refuge na galing sa atin. Hindi ko alam kung kailangan. Parang hindi nyo naman kailangan itong message na ito, mga kapatid. There is an assurance that life is uncertain but God is not. May assurance na kapag may struggle, may victory. Merong assurance sa lahat ng pinangako ng Panginoon ay pwede natin pangawakan with absolute confidence na gagawin ng Panginoon. And I will close with this, katulad ni Abraham. Ang sabi ng Romans chapter 4 verse 20, alam natin ang story ni Abraham, hindi sila magkaanak ni Sarah. And probably at the age of 60, nawala na sila ng pag-asa. Pero at the age of 75, nangako muli ang Panginoon, huwag kang mag-alala, hindi nakalimutan ng Lord ang kanyang pangako. Delayed man sa timeline mo, pero hindi sa Diyos. Yung pinangako ko sa iyo na, libuli, uh, mi, uh, na countless ang magiging descendants mo, gagawin pa rin ng Panginoon. Pero ang interesting sa akin, mga kapatid, isang bagay na hindi pinakita ng Old Testament na ipinakita ni Paul sa Romans chapter 4. Ang sabi ng verse 20, I want you to see this verse. It's going to change your life. Watch this. Romans 4.20. I want to make sure na nasa screen before I read. Look at this. Abraham never wavered hindi siya nag-hesitate in believing God's promise. That's not, that's not just faith, that's hope. In fact, his faith grew stronger and in this, he brought glory. Dahil hindi siya sumuko, naghatid ito ng karangalan sa Diyos. Verse 21, he was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever He promises. That's hope. El Piso. He is absolutely convinced that God is able to do whatever He promised. Ibig sabihin yung pangako ng Diyos, sigurado and you can count on it. Even when life hits you hard, even when your faith is being challenged, even when even though the odds seems against you, and life plays your back against the wall, kahit na napakahirap, overwhelming, do not give up your hope. Do not feed on this negativity. Alam kong marami ng sumuko, marami ng natakot, maraming nagduda. Huwag ka nang sumabay dito. Huwag mong hintuan ang pananalangin. Huwag mong hintuan ang pagbabasa ng kanyang salita. Huwag mong i-give up ang faith mo. Huwag mong i-give up ang hope mo. Pakiramdam mo parang wala na, pero di hamak naman na mas stable ang pangako ng Diyos kesa sa ating pakiramdam. Tulad ng sinabi ng Bible, si Abraham hindi nag-hesitate, hindi nag-waver yung kanyang faith. Because he was absolutely convinced that God 
is able to do what He has promised. 25 years. He never wavered. 25 years. Hindi siya sumuko. Sir, masyado matagal yung 25. Pwede bang mga 12 lang? Well, New Testament, there is a girl na dinudugo for 12 years. He was hemorrhaging. 12 years. Guru, lumapit siya sa doktor. The Bible is implying na lahat ng kanyang ari-arian na ubus na siguro kakahanap niya ng doktor na makakapagpagaling sa kanya. So she did everything but no one, nothing is working. Hopeless situation. But I want you to go to your Bible after the service. Read that passage again. Twelve years of misery. Twelve years of hopelessness. But when she heard about Jesus. <laughs> Hopeless situation. The doctor says, walang pag-asa, lahat ng ari-ari ang binenta na, but when she heard about Jesus, siguro sabi niya sa kanya sarili, enough is enough. I've been sitting here all day for 12 years and I will never allow myself to be in the same misery and the same situation over and over again. Enough is enough. Hindi ako makakalakad pero pwede akong gumapang. And that's what she did. She crawled her way to His miracle. Gumapang siya para mahawakan ang laylayan ng damit ng ating Panginoong Yesus. And maybe mga kapatid, some of you are hopeless. Hindi man 25 years katulad ni Abraham pero pwedeng 12 years kasulad ng babaeng ito. But just like this girl that she did everything but nothing is working this is not an accident that you are hearing this message kasi sabi ng scripture when he heard about Jesus she crawled her way to her victory kinalagkad niya ang kanyang sarili she dragged herself para maranasan niya ang victory na ito and I want to encourage each and every one of you God wants better things in your life. I know you've been hurt, you've been disappointed, you've been ad- abandoned, but do not allow defeat to win over your life. Do not allow defeat in your life. Kung kinakailangan gumapang, kung kinakailangan na kahit na malungkot, magpupuri pa din, na kahit maingay, magkukwai time pa din, na kahit walang pamasaya, magsisimba pa rin, na kahit walang Bible, <laughs> maghahanap ng paraan para makabasa pa rin ang salita ng Panginoon na kahit walang data gagamitin ang lahat para makapag-aral gagawin ko ang lahat because I will refuse to be defeated I will never lose my hope I will always fight for my hope because I know that God wants better things in my life mga kapatid, we are entering a new chapter in our life and I believe God is talking to somebody right now don't lose hope no retreat no surrender. As I mean, a scripture, after you suffered for a little while. First Peter 5. Pagkatapos mo maghirap for a little while, He will restore you. He will support you. He will strengthen you. And He will place you in a firm foundation. A foundation that never be shaken. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who is this for. But somebody out there, di ko alam kung like nanonood, probably later, probably five years later, but I want to encourage you, don't lose hope. 
Nag-give up na buong pamilya, but don't lose hope. You have concluded in your mind. Some people concluded in their minds. Wala na, iniwan na tayo ng Diyos, pinabayaan na tayo ng Panginoon. But fight for your hope. Ano kung bakit fight for your hope? Kasi it's easy for us to give up our hope. But Jesus promised us He's the same yesterday. Today, He's the same in the past, in the present, and in the future. Lord, thank you. Kasi pareho kang Diyos na nangako sa amin that you have already taken care of our past. Thank you, Jesus. There is hope. Kasi kahit ano pang nagawa natin pala nung nakaraan, inaayos na ng Panginoon yung through the cross. Hindi ba pag-asa yun, mga kapatid? Hindi ba pag-asa, mga kapatid, na sa present nangako ang Diyos that God will be with you? Hindi ba hope at hindi ba pag-asa na nangako ang Panginoon that in the future, God will resurrect even the dead and we will be with Jesus in the eternity. Ano mang sitwasyon ng ating buhay, ano mang panahon, ano mang sitwasyon, past, present, or future, Lord, maraming salamat. There is hope in Jesus Christ. I will place my hope. I will place my trust. I will place my faith in you for I know that you are able. Mga kapatid, I want to encourage you right where you are. I know God is talking to you. I know God is talking to our hearts. I want to encourage you right where you are. Isa kayong buong pamilya. Lahat kayong magkakasama. I want you to worship the Lord right now. Stand up to your feet and believe that nothing is impossible with our God. Our hope is built on nothing less but the name of Jesus Christ. Let's worship Hello guys, thank you so much for watching this video. Small favor lang before you leave, please do not forget to share this video to your friend. Sabi nga nila, sharing is caring. Hindi natin pwedeng i-underestimate ang kapangyarihan ng pag-share ng simpleng video na ito sa kanila. All you have to do is click that share button and you'll never know kung sino-sino ang pwede nating maabot. One more thing, if you can, please do not forget to subscribe to this channel para wala ho kayong mamiss na kahit anong video or live stream every weekend. Alam nyo mga kapatid, napakabuti ng Diyos for we are able to reach out to you kahit nasa ibang parte pa man kayo ng mundo. If you want to support us and continue doing what we are doing, I would like to ask you to support this ministry. Give financially. Help us na magawa po namin ang aming misyon na punuin ng langit. All you have to do is click that link www.gscmnb.com slash give at alam nyo mga kapatid ang inyong support will greatly help us para magawa po namin ang pinapagawa ng Panginoon sa amin once again thank you so much for watching this video see us again sa susunod pang video lagi po nyo tatandaan punoy natin ng langit and let's fight for our family God bless you thank you so much for listening all the way through if this has been a blessing to you I want to personally encourage you to give financially to support this ministry. Go to our website, gsamnb.com give and help us continue doing what we are doing. Always remember, sama-sama nating punuin ang langit and let's fight for our family.